0: I'm Vicky Merrick. The Local Food Report's up now with Elspeth Hay. And this time, tips for beginning mushroom hunters from a well-fleet forager. I'm walking the woods on a beautiful fall day, looking for fungi with Alex Emmons. See all these dead oak
1: trees? There's a lot of symbiotic relationships with mushrooms, so you can see this oak tree. It's dead, just a standing stump basically, about 15 feet tall. But it's got a number of shelf mushrooms growing all over it.
0: This particular dead oak is covered in a polypore called reishi, which makes a potent medicinal tea. Alex says any dead oak is worth investigating because oaks are by far the most common deciduous tree in our area. And anywhere they have dead wood, they play host to a huge array of edible fungi.
1: I also want to look up the tree, too. If there's a dead branch. You'll be surprised how high up a tree you can find mushrooms growing. Chicken of the woods is, you know, particularly grows that way. Uh, it's very easy to uh, identify, and it is safe for consumption, and pretty delicious. It's a, <laughs> a healthy amount of butter and uh, you know, fresh herbs.
0: Chicken of the woods is usually bright orange, but can also be a pale creamy or more yellow color, and it grows like a ruffled collar out of dead oak stumps and branches. It doesn't have a lot of edible lookalikes, but other species do, which is why Alex recommends always bringing a few books out into the woods with you.
1: Uh, The classic everybody needs if you're going to be mushrooming on Cape Cod is Mushrooms of the Cape Cod National Seashore. Another one, uh, Mushrooms of the Northeast, and Edible and Medicinal Mushrooms of New England and Eastern Canada. So it's always good to have a number of uh, books with you so you can cross-reference, especially because if you're identifying by picture, you're never going to find a mushroom that looks exactly like the picture in the book. And there's so many mushrooms that have the same color or the same shape, you know, the same gills.
0: Gills are what they sound like ridged lines under the cap of the mushroom that look exactly like the gills of a fish. But not all mushrooms have these. Some have pores, others have teeth, and still others have ridges. And these are just one of many features that can vary in species that look a lot alike at first glance.
1: A safe way to um, identify mushrooms is to take them home, lay them out on a clean, like a, I'll use like a black piece of paper if you or uh, a clean cookie sheet and wait for six to eight hours, and see what color the spores that they drop are.
0: This is called a spore print. It's hard to see the spores just looking at the mushroom, but when they drop, knowing their color can be the difference between life and death. For instance, spore prints are very important with a common local edible called the honey mushroom.
1: Honey mushrooms drop brilliant white spores versus, I believe it's the deadly galena that looks like it.
0: You don't want that one. It's the deadly gallerina and no, you do not. That one has rust or brown colored spores. And spores, it's important to note, are a mushroom's way of reproducing. Imagine the mushroom as a fruit and spores as the seeds it's trying to drop and spread. Because of this, it's good to go picking with a basket.
1: The baskets supposedly uh, will let the spores of the mushrooms fall out of the mushroom as you're walking through the woods, which will help to propagate mushrooms in the future. And So if you're using a plastic bag or a bucket or something like that, it doesn't allow for that.
0: Mushrooms also spread underground vegetatively through what's called mycelium. For this reason, even though there's a lot of debate about whether it's okay to pull up mushrooms or if it's better to cut them, at least one long-term study suggests it doesn't really matter. The fungi above ground is just the fruiting body, and there's a whole fungal network still left undisturbed and ready to reproduce underneath. That said you may want to bring a knife anyway and a little paint or pastry brush because these tools will help you get your mushrooms home intact, sand-free, and ready to eat. For CAI's Local Food Report, I'm Elspeth Hay. By the way, Alex Emmons learned to forage mushrooms from his elder and cousin Richard Bailey, who Elspeth actually interviewed about Belitz way back in 2010. You can find a link to that episode and get in touch with story ideas of your own right on our website at capeandislands.org. The Local Food Report is edited by me, Vicki Merrick, and produced by Atlantic Public Media in Woods Hole. Thanks for listening.